I'm L and I'm V and, and this, this is Toko Body Mamas. Hi and welcome back. So we're gonna get ready to talk about sex, baby. Cannabis and sex ed. Welcome to our cannabis and sex ed class. Come in, take a seat, open your textbooks to page 420, and we're gonna start our class on cannabis, sex ed, and L's gonna break it down for you. Get comfortable. We're going to dive deep. Alrighty then. I'm sorry, I had to. So we posed a very, very interesting question that came up in conversation, just trying to figure out, does cannabis have any effects on sex? What exactly? You know, how, how much more in detail can you pose this question? And basically, we came down to the big one. Can cannabis help you achieve the big O? I feel like the obvious answer is yes, but let me just see to be kind of curious about um, previous studies and like what, I don't know, scientists, it sounds very scientific, like what scientists have to say about this. And it's just very underwhelming what, you know, the kind of information you can come across being in the day and age that we are in. I expected a whole lot more information or at least very specific information, I guess, because our question is very specific. At least the the collection of studies and surveys that I came across were very general. And I guess it doesn't help either that cannabis is still not legal everywhere. And schedule one, that's the problem. Right. Not just for medical reasons, but for recreational. So this is definitely a very <laughs> recreational question, I think. There's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. I would think, hands down, it has. But yeah, there's, like you said, there's not enough out there answering the specific question. Like they basically kind of break it down to two categories. Does it affect sexual desire and sexual functionality? Mm-hmm. And we kind of have a mixed question here. But what researchers kind of study is basically sexual enjoyment. And you have to, to do that. That's so, um, it, that's so up for perception. You have to consider different aspects. Yeah. Not just the social, biological, psychological, but um, what is good sex to me might be different to somebody else. (laughs) You know, I'm just saying. And what's good sex to me might be different to me on one day than, let's say, different on another Mm -hmm. day. So it's just, there's so many factors to consider, making it so much harder to pinpoint. I can see how that could be problematic. But I, I mean, like you said, off of off the bat, my first impulse answer and my personal answer, I, I think, would be yes. Definitely. I'll attest to that side, too. <laughs> From personal experience, hells to the yes. Thank you very much. Always helps. It's fucking great. <laughs> For actual, for both, so for sexual desire and how it actually feels. Right, like your senses wise and everything, just everything's like heightened sensitivity. Exactly, definitely. And it also kind of clears your mind. Yes. Which for women in particular, I feel like that's one of the main problems. Like we can't just turn it off. <laughs> 100%. Yes. So it allows you to kind of just like, okay, cool. Instead of having a million open tabs in your brain. I think definitely cannabis just helps clear it all out and you can just finally relax and like enjoy yourself. It's harder when you have kids too. Oh yeah. Not just finding the time, but trying to just get there quick. So much harder. And then just not being exhausted. Oh, 
that's going to happen regardless, I think. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, definitely more so than before kids, I would say at least. Well, for me, it's like to actually get into that state or kind of mood, I have to have some energy to go to begin with. So it's like... <laughs> Afterwards, don't plan on anything happening. <laughs> like, I'm just going to be here. Like, I'm going straight oh, yes. to sleep. I'm going straight to sleep. Passing 100%. Out. But yeah. But I would think also that it's a kind of an obvious answer that cannabis would have a very positive effect on um, achieving orgasm. It's the fact that it helps with anxiety and pain mm-hmm. and so many different things. Like, I would, I would feel like, yeah, physically, you're pain tolerance just went up like you're not going to feel any pain that helps for whatever aches and tiredness you and soreness you have from the day but like aside from that you know it's just going to make it a hundred times more enjoyable right well studies actually say it's thought to it it is thought to enhance sexual pleasure and i mean there's not too much research about it as we were saying just because of u.s drug policy and prohibition and all that stuff and so it makes it hard for them to have, you know, these concrete studies or from different, um, like, points in time. And I mean, even if it is uh, legal, it's, you know, not feasible to, like, gather a group of people and give them weed and then <laughs> track all their sexual activity. For sure. So a lot of it is self-reported surveys. You have to trust that the people are being... Um, are being honest are and doing what they're supposed to know, yeah. in their sense of definitions, which again is another factor. Like your definition of this is mm-hmm. completely different to me, you know? Yeah. It's subjective. So that's the thing. And uh, like that same study that I was telling you about said 68.5% of people in that study said that it was more pleasurable with cannabis. But like you said, at the end of the day, you don't really know. Is that true? Is it, you know, is it underreported? Is it overreported? Because you're just kind of going off of believing that that person is being honest. So it's hard. And that they're accurately remembering right. to the best of their ability. Short-term memory loss. <laughs> we all know, like, in case studies with court and witnesses, like, their memories can be slightly adjusted depending on how people ask the question yeah what is that effect called i forgot um, i don't know something <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah exactly just just depending first of all your memory is just going to get you know more and more cloudy as time passes but um how i ask certain questions can make you remember things a certain way right. can incline you to go more one way or the other so like how we were talking there was different things about that as well they're saying there's these things called terpenes inside of it's one of the components of cannabis and it impacts different like depending on what terpenes are in it in those batches it gives you different effects and that's how you get the different aromas and the flavor flavors and they say that that also like goes into you know how you feel when you do partake in that activity so that kind of has to do also with how it makes you feel, you know, certain smells and certain flavors are going to be more, um, I guess, positive than others. Yeah. I just feel like all your senses are, have opened up and you're more in tune with your body. Yes. Like Mr. Bob Marley said, you smoke the, I don't know exactly word for word, but you smoke (laughs) the weed and it reveals you to yourself. Yeah. And yeah, there's certain things like just turning off the noise in your head makes you more s- s- hyper aware, like 
of all those senses and things and surroundings. I think it depends on the state of mind that you are into as well. When you are smoking cannabis or eating or, you know, whatever you're doing with it. Um, it has a lot to do with how you're going to feel once you're on it. So if you're, you know, like in a good mood, you're trying to have a good time, you know, whatever, you're more inclined to feel that way than if you're just already like kind of sad, stressed out, I don't know, bad mood, whatever. Actually though, bad moods, I feel like it fixes, it helps. Totally. Yeah. I would definitely say. I feel like it's just an, it's another need. We have a need for touch, that's for sure, since we're born. And for sexual, like, release, like, you need some type of a release. And that's kind of one of the highest you can have, so. It releases, it releases sexual tension, yeah. A lot of the times we don't stop to kind of think, like, is that need being fulfilled? Mm -hmm. On my end, when I was kind of looking into this, a lot of the studies were historically more on the experience of men. Like, it wasn't, like, the majority of participants were male. So I feel like that's kind of skewed too. Um, and that was kind of more historically, but something that I, closest thing that I've come across really is the core of what we're trying to get down to is from a study done by Dr. Becky Lynn. Right. She was an MD, director of the Center for Sexual Health and associate professor of like gynecology and obstetrics. Um, at the St. Louis University, and she did her own survey. Basically, she wanted to know what, like, from the women's side, like, what they thought, how it affected them specifically. And I think what was kind of cool about this, her specific approach, was that her and her peers that basically worked in their specific practice, which we're talking about obstetricians, reproductive, uh, infertility specialists, OBGYNs, they all kind of sent out surveys to every single woman that came through their doors. So it was women of all background, ages, race. That's um, really interesting. Yeah, and coming in not just for one particular like issue. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And 300 women completed the survey. And these results are pretty much... Uh, as revolutionary as you can get because it's all women and what was interesting is she was also trying to correlate uh you know how many of these are smokers 176 of them uh i think it was like a total of 373 reported ever using cannabis and about half of those reported like frequently using it which would be anywhere from like once a week to like several times a day and the other half reported infrequent use, which would be anywhere like once a year or a few times a year. And um, of those 176, 127 of them that were cannabis users reported using cannabis before sex. So that's really like <laughs> the group that you can narrow down and focus on. And yeah, those that had actually used cannabis before sex were more likely to report having satisfying orgasms um, more so right. than those that didn't use it before sex. They reported an increase in their sexual drive, 
uh, decrease in pain, just overall, like everything improved, orgasms included. Um, but what's interesting, it still trickles down to like the frequent cannabis users. So not necessarily people that use sex, um, that use cannabis right before sex, but they were also reported to have more satisfying orgasms than those who weren't frequent users. Yeah. Yeah. When I was reading up, I, I saw those facts as well. And I mean, I can see how that, you know, like that makes sense to me because I feel like if you did partake in cannabis way before, you know, let's say you would be more open to different things and you would probably be like exploring yourself and all that more. And so you would be more susceptible to having, you know, to getting orgasms. Yeah. Maybe like through your own journey of cannabis usage, you've become very in tune with your body. Just having those clear moments where you can, you know, really focus and enjoy like, the senses and just being comfortable with yourself. Yeah. So, but that was, that was, I knew for a fact, like, of course, if you use cannabis before sex, it's going to be fucking great. But the <laughs> fact that in comparison to people who don't use it in, like before sex, but have used it, you know, before, um, have more of an, you know, sexual positive experience than those who don't really smoke. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, the thing is also that, you know, obviously like our body and our body, we have endocannabinoids. They're made naturally. And so when we actually orgasm, they say that we release, our body releases endocannabinoids when you orgasm. And so when you add cannabis to that as well, which is a vasodilator, it, like, it increases more blood flow. And if you think about, obviously it's going to go to where the area that's most, I guess, excited already, which is going to be, you know, <laughs> your private parts. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah. And the fact what's super interesting about uh, endocannabinoids is that there's actual receptors for these compounds in areas of your brain that deal with sexual like function. So it's like it was, right. <laughs> it was meant to be there in the actual act um, and just kind of adding more naturally just heightens it. It's one of the gifts the earth gave us and we need to use it. That's what it was there for. It elevates it. But also smoking too much, they say, can delay ejaculation and can also become a problem like for couples sexually. Also, frequent users, like very frequent users, men-wise, their sperm count goes down. Whereas people who only use, you know, once sporadically, I guess, once in a while, not as frequently, it actually, their sperm count goes up. So that's pretty crazy too. And that's kind of subjective if you think about it too. Like, is that really, are all those really negatives? It depends on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, obviously I'm guessing that they're saying like a ridiculous uh, amount of time, not, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, what I saw yeah. was, you know, in my research, I came across, I didn't really look too far into like, um, effects for male because I'm looking specifically for female but animal testing is what I saw that could really help alter um, the in the male like their physical function 
um, which is very hard to do with with humans. But that was interesting. They did say that uh, in reality, the male didn't have any pros, but the female did. Even down to like animal species. So I thought that was so funny. We're all just wild beings. And the fact Mm -hmm. that we have such stigmas around still to this day sex and cannabis is definitely still to this day something that even as a woman, like forget about the fact that we're moms, even just as a woman, it's kind of like definitely miles ahead from where we were a few years ago. But I I still feel like there's always, we're more prone to judge around that. Stigma. Yeah. For me, like aside from the physical aspect of like your body's um, reaction to having cannabis uh, prior to sex is also the effects on the mind. Like it's an aphrodisiac. Even studies that have used MRIs to show sex related areas of the brain activated. They're showing. Mm-hmm. They show even more activated it, with the addition of cannabis in these particular sexual areas of the brain. So that it's is pretty insane. Yeah. It's an all around high, <laughs> I guess. Yes. Those are really cool images. <laughs> well, I was reading that there's actually some strains, like depending on the strain, obviously not everybody, you know, I guess is into that, but now that it's becoming more popular everywhere and you can kind of go into, you know, any, medicinal store and kind of have like a concierge a can of surge <laughs> um yeah so there's some strains that actually enhance like your cerebral mood and others enhance physical sensations so those also kind of have to do a little bit like if you want to pick a certain type before you are going to partake in you know having some cannabis and then having sex i think that's so amazing how there's so many like you could narrow it down to certain um compounds uh, and like elements and create your own like specific strain that is specifically aimed (laughs) at a certain feeling or a certain part of your body like that's so amazing to me I just freaking I don't know I love science (laughs) yeah yeah no totally our bodies are amazing they're literally made to perfection for example sativa normally is more they say study-wise that intensifies your orgasms more and it lifts your lifts up your mood more and it makes you more sensitive as opposed to indica so you tend to want to lean towards the sativa just for the to keep those energy levels up you were talking about like (laughs) yeah exactly you don't want to be as a parent you don't want to pass out in the middle of no that would be bad in the middle of that's never happened to me but i would just like i was gonna say i would just imagine like damn how fucking tired are you (laughs) be like knocked out i mean I, i guess that could be like one or two weeks post having a baby maybe where you're oh like my sleeping God. like if someone is trying to like, and you can totally fall asleep like at any given moment like on cue you could just close your eyes and fall asleep in place yeah it's probably the only time <laughs> that's very specific because <laughs> um, it's so true that's probably one of the reasons they tell you you have to they have to give you the all clear before you even try to be sexually active because they're like look it ain't gonna happen don't even try to front (laughs) 
It was not like, no. <laughs> and I think that's one of the reasons it's um, cannabis also is helps to know your body. Like it's important yeah. to know absolutely your body, how it reacts to cannabis or even just different yeah. things in different scenarios and getting comfortable with it in like within your on your own. Even I think prior to bringing in a partner, you know, it's good to kind of like mess around, you know, by yourself. Absolutely. I was just going to say that one of those studies, I think it was probably this, we might have read the same one. That's why we're on that same like <laughs> focus. But yeah, one of those studies said that if you've never tried it and you do want to try it and then have sex, you should probably always try it by yourself and like have that be a masturbation kind of thing and then go and you know once you feel comfortable enough to go do it with somebody you know with a partner that makes sense to me because because you were saying some people you know react differently to certain not even certain strains but like people just react differently like not everyone's going to react the same so you definitely don't want to have a bad reaction if that's your intent Mm -hmm. Um, just kind of play around with it first see how you feel see how you like it before you bring in a partner and like all of their own you know variables and factors Mm -hmm. but yeah with anything you ever try that's always a good advice try it out in a very comfortable setting and just kind of see something for you Definitely is for me. I'm going to personally attest to a very satisfactory rating on my end. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, what's it called? Yeah, I, I advocate definitely and um, support the cause. Yes, for sure. So a couple more facts. Let's see. A study from Stanford. A psychologist did a study in, in Stanford and it revealed that most couples, I mean, he had a bunch of people that would come in for couples therapy and things like that. And so he started realizing that a lot of couples came in to him to see him because of bedroom problems. And so he decided to do a study about people who smoked and, you know, their marital relationship. And it turns out that the people who did smoke weed actually had more success in the bedroom versus the couples that didn't smoke weed Uh. at all. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I love that though. (laughs) It's kind of, it's obvious to me and you, you know, but we're like frequent users and we've done it before, but I'm sure that people maybe even still to this day or like wouldn't make the connection. Like really? Like you you used Right. And even there's a lot of people now that do medicinal, you know, cannabis, but they really are just using it to try and, you know, feel better from whatever pain that they may have, but they don't know that they can also use it for you know as a tool to help with different things and i wouldn't go as far as calling it an aphrodisiac i just feel like it's just part of the package it's so beneficial to so many areas of your body and your mind that that's obvious like that's just included you know that's just one of the many bonuses right like for sure something that if ever Let's say I was male and I had to take Viagra. Like I would definitely opt for the natural uh, method way more than this pill that has been known to have horrible side effects. Which by the way, by the way, for those listeners out there that we have that might be in that situation and don't want to take Viagra and want a natural, uh, get yourself some maca. Look it up. Maca. With an M? Yes. And this is- Those are like your 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 family, you know, like um, 
your abuelita tells you like all these like random <laughs> healing things to heal different things. Yeah. And yes, that it works for infertility for women too. It works for, um, bro, for all kinds of things. Honestly, I'm just right now. I'm a little bit too high to remember. <laughs> to be honest, and it's a plant. It's a plant too. But it comes off of a tree, if I'm not mistaken, in the Amazon. It's kind of like uña de gato. Yeah, kind of, but not really. Where I've heard of leche de tigre, and I don't know. Oh, that's that, yes, also, but is that Peruvian or is that? Like mm-hmm. That's the juice off South of the American. ceviche. But that's more of a like a fable, right? Like kind of a. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I wouldn't be able to tell you like off firsthand on either one, to be honest. But you know. I've heard of other people who have, and I like, like I said, it's something that kind of just goes like generation to generation. Like your abuelita's always saying, like, yeah. oh, you know, whatever. So abuelitas know what's up. They definitely do. <laughs> they pass down, and th- all this knowledge is passed down from our ancestors, and it's gold because it's herbs, it's and it's it's like that's you know there wasn't a a Baptist or you know a, a memorial anywhere like on every corner back in the day. So like you had the shaman, you had the, you know, the, the old grandma, herb, the medicine woman. Guy. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But, oh, so you know, but we're good vibes. So good vibes. There's so many names for it. But yeah. yeah, it's funny how this, to this day and age at this time, it's actually bringing back uh, so much value to know those old family recipes and um herbal traditions and just that have been passed on for generations and generations you can't always trust pharmaceuticals actually you can never yeah trust pharmaceuticals. i was gonna say i'm that personally the that. kind of person <laughs> yeah exactly yeah I, if i don't have to like have to have to take a pill I won't like I try my hardest to have the natural way to fix whatever it is that I'm feeling like a headache, a stomach, whatever, like some tea, some like supplement, some something before I take the medicine. Like I have the feeling like like death to take something prescribed. (laughs) Yeah, I hate it. And now a, a lot of people are now waking up to that. And thank goodness, because look at the situation we're in, like. If I can yeah. make it myself, if I can find it like naturally, I'm going for it. We are overprocessed, over medicated, overwhelmed, <laughs> and just balance it out with, you know, Mother Nature's gifts. Yeah. And so let's talk, let's try and flip the coin. And can we try and think of some negatives or some bad things about smoking weed and having sex? Sometimes the fact that is you're just so relaxed that you're just like, oh, I kind of just want to lay here <laughs> and just chill. I know we yes. were both going to do this, but it's like, oh, I, I can't move I understand. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not moving already, you mean? Like sometimes what? Netflix and chill really does mean Netflix and just chill. And chill, yeah. Out. <laughs> so... You know, they THC, which is one of the chemicals, one of the compounds in um, marijuana, blocks glands that produce saliva. And so that's why we end up most of the time with what we have all termed cotton mouth. Mm-hmm. But 
they say that as well that can happen in other places and so the term cotton vagina is an actual thing i have never heard that before in my life yes <laughs> I, it came up in oh like in all my research i promise you but thankfully here's some more fun facts <laughs> thankfully now that we're getting more open to all you know medicinal and more recreational in well a good amount of the country for now, yes. but we still have places to go. Um, they have things to help you that also include cannabis itself. So they have things like lube that is actually made with cannabis in it, infused. So, yeah, that's what they recommend, apparently, for cotton vagina. FYI. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I learned all kind of fun things. These little uh, snippets that we do are cool. Because we learn a lot along oh, the yeah. way. And that's the whole point. <laughs> For that's sure. the whole point is yeah. to self-educate as well as just pass it, pass it down. Because there has to be other people thinking, you know, very similar thoughts. Self-development. Personal development. And you never stop learning. You got to always keep working on you. Of course. Absolutely. I think, like, I wouldn't want to either. No. There's never... It's a cycle that never ends. If you stop learning, you're dead. And so among all my research that I was doing, like I said, because I found a ton of little uh, gold nuggets. This is one of them. There was a saying that says intoxication, like sexual euphoria, is the privilege of the human animal. And I thought it was very appropriate for everything that we've just discussed. Couldn't agree more. It fits perfectly. <laughs> hmm Exactly. We're all wild beings and it's just part of nature. We, if we want to know ourselves, we need to know nature. We need to know the nature of ourselves. And sex is a huge part of that. It's where we come from. It's where we're, what we're doing, where we're going. It's the cycle of life. hmm It's the circle of life. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and that's my cue to go. <laughs> yes. And that means we will talk to you later. <laughs> See, she rubs off. Remember to check us out on Instagram at Talk About It Mamas for some more content and updates. And any questions you might want to shoot our way, we also have talkaboutitmamas at gmail.com. And check us out on Anchor. You can leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you, hear your own personal stories, if you can relate to any of our content or any topics you'd like for us to discuss. We're on Apple Podcasts where you can leave us a review as well.